Hello, everybody. This is Kenny Williamson, and welcome back to another episode of McKill's Deck Chronicles. In today's episode, we are going to be talking just a little bit about friends. And I know we all have friends. I have friends. I'm sure you have friends. Everybody has friends. But what we're going to talk about today is, do you have good friends or do you have bad friends? Not all friends are created equal. And in this particular episode, what we're going to do is we're going to list out some biblical examples of bad friends. And this is going to kind of be able to help you to recognize whether or not your friends are good friends or bad friends. You may have a friend and don't know whether they're a good friend or bad friend. But a bad friend is someone who brings a negative impact on your life. A bad friend also could possibly be very selfish and doesn't care about your welfare. They just care about possibly watching you fail or manipulating you. Or they just want you all to themselves and don't really care how it affects your life. Now, in my personal opinion, a bad friend right off the bat, you can recognize a bad friend right off the bat if they are ungodly. Okay, if you have a friend who is not saved and does not fear God, well, um, they are probably a bad friend. A person who does not fear God and is immoral or bases their morals on their own ways of thinking and their own feelings and based on the world, we know this to be a bad friend. And hanging out and associating and doing things with a friend like this can actually be very detrimental to your life. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk just a little bit more about bad friends. We're going to give a couple of examples in the Bible of bad friends. One of our first verses we're going to cover here is 1 Corinthians 15, 33, and it says, Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. And that's another, that's another way of saying that evil companionships corrupt good morals. Another verse we can look at here in the Bible is Proverbs thirteen twenty. This verse says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. We also have another one here in Proverbs 22 that says, Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered. So the Bible is full of different verses pertaining to friendship and pertaining to different people that you should hang around with and ones that you should not hang around with. Lots of these friends that people have are actually fools, according to the Bible. And some of these different fools, like the Bible says, like in Psalms 14, it says, The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that doeth good. Some of these friends that people have are fools, because they don't even believe in God. Now, if you have a friend, so-called, 
okay? And you go for this friend, let's say for advice, and come to find out your friend does not even believe in God, you're taking advice from a fool is what you're doing. And obviously, you don't want to take advice from a fool. I mean, we can go on. Um, for example, in Proverbs twelve fifteen, it says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Okay? But he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. So a fool thinks whatever they're doing is right, even if it's wrong. And they're going to try to get you convinced to do the same thing. Or, you know, possibly convince somebody you know to do the same thing. The Bible says a fool despiseth his father's instruction. So a a fool does not want instruction in anything correct. Okay? We can go on here with several more verses. For example, the Bible says a fool hath no delight in understanding. Okay? A fool's lips enter into contention. A fool's mouth is his destruction. And his lips are the snare of his soul. So the Bible doesn't have much to say about a fool. So like I was saying, we're going to talk just a little bit about bad friends. And now here's the thing is these friends, they, they're giving bad advice because, you know, they, they're not saved, I'm sure. And if they're not saved, we know they're a fool. So I'm not sure who's more foolish the fool giving the fool advice or the fool that's taking the fool's advice. I'm not real sure on that. But one of the examples of a bad friend, if you will, in the Bible um, is King Rehoboam. King Rehoboam was one of King Solomon's sons who took over after King Solomon died. Now, King Solomon was known as one of the smartest men who ever lived, and most of the people in Israel liked him. Okay. So whenever one of his sons took over, this Rehoboam, um, some of the people in Israel came to him and asked King Rehoboam if he would reduce the taxes and that um, King Solomon had put on them. And basically Rehoboam said, I'll think about it. Go and return in three days, and I'll let, I'll let you know in a few days. Okay, I'm paraphrasing a lot of this. So um, basically Rehoboam what he did is he went and counseled with a lot of the older men who knew his father, King Solomon. And they basically told him, he said, well, if you will just, you know, put a little less taxes on them, um, you know, they're really going to, they're really going to like you. So if you'll just, if you'll just, you know, lower the taxes a little bit, they're going to absolutely love you. So then he went and asked his friends advice. Well, you know, his friends that he grew up with, basically, I'm sure they didn't know anything, you know. So he goes to his friends, okay? And what do you think his friends said? Well, his friends are like, well, lower the taxes. I think you should put a whole bunch more taxes on them. Just, you know, just I mean, you want to be rich, right? So, why don't why don't we just say why don't you just tell the people, we'll just increase your taxes, and if you don't pay it, we'll just discipline you, okay? And so he he takes their advice. So, I mean, who's the fool here? The king, Rehoboam, for going to people who don't know anything and asking their advice, and then he takes the advice. 
okay, from people that don't know anything. So obviously he takes their advice. The people come back and say, hey, are we going to have lower taxes? He says no, and he basically threatens them, and they get upset about it, and the whole country splits. So basically a whole bunch of the different tribes rebel against Rehoboam and become independent from him. And so basically what happens is a whole bunch of his kingdom separates. So then this, the kingdom separates in half. So if he would have just listened to the old folks that he had already first asked and gave him good advice, you know, then he would have been, he would have been fine and he'd have been the king and they would all have loved him. But instead he takes advice from fools and him, him being a fool himself takes the advice and it splits up the country. I mean, that's it in a nutshell. I mean, you can obviously read that in first Kings if you want to know exactly word for word what happened. But, uh, one of my other favorite stories in the Bible, I say favorite when it comes to bad friends, um, is Jonadab, the friend of Ammon. Okay, and so basically who these people are here, and this is in 2 Samuel 13, um, King David has several children, okay? And one of them is Amnon, okay? One's Absalom, and he has a daughter named Tamar. So Tamar and Absalom were from the same mother. And King David also had a son named Amnon who, you know, was from a different mother. But either way, they were sister, half-sister with Tamar. So this Amnon, basically, he thinks that he has fallen in love with his half-sister Tamar. He thinks he's madly in love with her. In reality, it's nothing more than lust. Okay, he's he's just lusting after her. And so he's, you know, he's just, he thinks in his mind that he's madly in love with her. And so he's getting upset about it and he don't know what to do, right? Well, you know, like a, like a good boy, he goes and talks to his good friend. You know, he's got a really good friend. His friend's name was Jonadab. Okay, so... He goes to Jonadab and tells Jonadab how he feels about his sister. Okay. And according to the Bible in 2 Samuel 13, 3, he says that Amnon has a friend whose name is Jonadab. And it says Jonadab was a very subtle man. Okay. So right off the bat, the Bible lists him as being very subtle. Okay, so we go to Webster's Dictionary from the 18-whatever dictionary here, the 1828 Dictionary, which is from the same time, about the same kind of wording. And we look up subtle here, and, you know, some of the definitions for subtle is sly, artful, cunning, crafty, a subtle person, um, deceitful, treacherous. So those are some of the definitions of the word subtle. So good old uh, Amnon here, his buddy was a deceitful person, in other words, but he's a good friend. 
Okay, so he tells Jonadab what he's thinking here. So what, what do you think Jonadab's advice is? So basically, Jonadab tells him, here's what you need to do. Go lay down in your bed and pretend you're sick. And then when the king comes in, King David, tell him, say, oh, I'm so sick. You know, um, can you have my sister Tamar come on in, you know, and fix me something to eat and kind of take care of me? And then, you know, once she gets in there in the room with you, get her in the bed, and then you can just do whatever you want. So that's exactly what he does. He pretends that he's sick. Um, she says she's going to come in and take care of him, basically. And that's what she does. And then he decides to force her into his bed after he sends everybody out, and he rapes her. And then when he's done raping her, then he's like, oh, you know, hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, get out. Apparently, he wasn't in love after all, was he? He was He was full of lust. So his buddy said, well, oh, you're full of lust for your sister? Well, sneak her in, you know, trick her. Get her in your bed. And that's what he did. He followed his good friend's advice. And now where did that land him? Well, when the other brother found out about it later, um, he killed him. So Absalom murdered Amnon. So he took off there for a while and hid from the king. But either way, you see where it got Amnon. He confided that he had this feeling for his sister and his good friend, you know, which is actually a bad friend, um, said, oh, yeah, just do it. You know, just trick her, sneak her into the bed and force her, then force her. And yeah, come on now. And now, you know, Amnon, you know, he... Uh, you know, he got killed over it. Now, the buddy, you know, I guess he went off and, you know, it doesn't really say what happened to him. I mean, so he's out probably being somebody else's bad friend while his friend, well, he gave this good advice to, well, he, he got murdered. So it didn't pay off listening to a bad friend, did it? Didn't pay off listening to a fool. I mean, so who was the bigger fool? Was it Amnon or was it? Jonadab. Jonadab gave foolish advice and Amnon followed it. So I guess that's where two fools met. I mean, here we go again. I mean, can you imagine that? Some of your so-called friends are just such good friends and they give you such bad advice. You know, my advice to you as a friend would be everything needs to be verified in Scripture. You need to go to God and go to the scripture to find out what you need to do. You can't just go off of your feelings. You can't go off of any advice from somebody who's not saved. You know, you need to get advice from somebody who is a Christian and you need to verify that in the scripture. Then you're probably getting some good advice. You should definitely always consider the source of your advice before you take it. Okay, now another one of my stories in here that I like, which is about, I guess you'd call a bad friend, or or you could call this one just associating yourself with idiots and fools and bad people. And so basically what we've got here is we have a king called King Jehoshaphat, okay? And I think he was king of Judah. 
But we've also got King Ahab, who was the king of Israel. He was the evil king. Okay, King Ahab, as we've talked about in other podcasts, you know, he was married to Jezebel. And so really Jezebel was um, calling the shots. You know, she was an evil woman. She's a narcissist, um, which we talk about in some of our narcissist episodes. So she's a narcissist, she's evil, and she's calling all the shots. She's controlling the king and ends up getting killed anyway. But uh, so Jehoshaphat here, he's a good king. Okay, and for some reason, he decides he just wants to be friends and dissociates himself with uh, King Ahab, who's a bad king. Now, why? I don't know. You know, I, I don't understand why these people want to hang out with people who are completely opposite. You know, like King Ahab, he was idolatrous, idolatrous. He was wicked. Um, he exterminated a whole bunch of prophets in Israel. His wife was evil here, you know, Jezebel, Jezebel spirit. So for whatever reason, um, this King Jehoshaphat decides he wants to be friends with him. So why? I don't know. Um, even, um, basically this King Jehoshaphat also, he, um, had his daughter to marry his, um, what's his face, his son, Ahab's son. So, Again, I don't have any idea why this guy wants to hang out with an evil king. But I also don't understand why a Christian person wants to hang out with some sleazeball that's not a Christian and then wonder why their life goes bad. I, it blows my mind. So anyway, so King Ahab here, he uh, basically, he wants to get in a fight. He wants to go to battle. He calls in a guy to, you know, one of God's prophets. I'm I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I think it's Micah. It's either Micah or Micaiah. Either way. So he calls this guy in and a prophet. And the prophet says that he is going to basically not going to make it. He's going to get killed, King Ahab, if he goes into this battle. But uh, he doesn't want to listen to it. He doesn't want to hear it. He, 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 he basically tells everybody that every time he talks to this prophet, he gets bad news. So he don't want to hear it. So he has all of his little fake prophets tell him and all of his little fake prophets say, oh, yeah, 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 you're going to be fine. You're going to win. However, um, the real prophet, the Micaiah, says, no, you ain't going to make it. So what's King Ahab do? Well, he takes his buddy, Jehoshaphat, with him, see, into this battle and says, hey, you know what? I've got a really good idea. Why don't I take off my clothes, the king's clothes, and give them to you, and you can be dressed up as me on the battlefield. What a good idea. You know, that way people will see you, and they'll, you know, they'll be like, ooh, ah, the king. When actuality, the opposing force was told to kill the king. So good old King Ahab here, he just sets his little friend right up for failure, don't he? He's like, here, take my clothes and put them on. And then, of course, the people are like, oh, look, there's King Ahab sitting right there. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him. I mean, so thank goodness, I mean, King Jehoshaphat was able to call on the Lord, and the Lord saved him and made the people open their eyes, basically, and see that that was not Ahab. They were fixing to kill him because he was wearing Ahab's clothes. 
that, that's, the, that's your good friend for you right there. Hey, come out here with me and put my clothes on so they can string you up and I'll get away. And they'll think, oh, we killed him. I mean, come on now. So then, now, Ahab didn't get away with it. Of course, he ends up taking a spear or a, not a spear, but he took an arrow. He took an arrow to the chest. It got in between his armor, in between his best, in his breastplate somewhere. Got in between there, shot him with an arrow. Um, they set him up in his chariot, you know, and he sets up there for a little while and the sun goes down and he dies. So he gets killed in that battle. And that's was the end of King Ahab. But old King Ahab tried to stick King Jehoshaphat in his place and get him killed. You know, so King Jehoshaphat here, he's hanging out with a rough crowd, apparently, that just as soon see you dead as alive. Why he kept hanging around him, I don't know. You mean, you know, you'd think maybe after this, he'd say, oh, man, you know, I was hanging around with the wrong crowd. I thought these were good friends, but really they're bad friends. Now, unless this King Jehoshaphat was a blooming idiot, which, you know, it doesn't really say. I mean, he's a king, you know, the king of Judah. You'd think he would know something. How in the world would he not have enough sense to get away from Ahab, who is a a sleazeball from every single angle? You know, evil, killing people, killing prophets, a pagan. Why on earth would you want to hang around that? You know, and then actually take advice from them and, and swap clothes. I mean, it absolutely blows my mind. But that um, seems to be what happens these days. You know, you've got somebody that's a Christian um, or a Christian so-called. Let's say, let's say they really are Christian. And they decide they have a problem with their spouse or their boyfriend or whatever it is. And so instead of turning to a pastor or somebody at the church, a deacon, getting some advice from several different people like that, deacons or elders at the church, anybody like that. No, no, they don't want to do that. Let's see, who do we want to get our advice from? Hmm, should we ask the deacon? No. How about the pastor? Free counseling, whatever you want, free. Should I do that? No, 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 no. We, we don't want to do that. How about, you know, how about, you know, maybe look up the words in the Bible and see what the Bible says about it? No, 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 no. I tell you what, I've got an old friend that's a drunken sot that has been through three divorces, is on their fourth now, working on their second ex-wife or second, you know, whatever, um, times 10. And let's see, let's say they just got out of prison I uh, don't have a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they can give me some really good advice. Um, let's see what they have to say. And then when they say, oh, just you do whatever you want to do, get rid of them. Well, should I pray about it? Wow, you, didn't, you shouldn't be praying about anything. Just get rid of them. Well, okay. Whatever you say. I mean, come on now. You have got to put a little common sense into this stuff. If your friend is a 10-time loser, okay, and can't hold a job and doesn't have a spouse and can't hold one and has cheated on everybody that they've ever known and everything, all the above, and is living a, a pagan's life that's going to basically send them straight to hell, why on earth would you think they can give you good advice? Now, unless they said, do exactly opposite of what I'm doing. 
don't, you know, don't do anything that I've ever done, do the opposite, then maybe you could take that advice. But when they give you this advice, now listen, you just need to come with me. Let's go out and have some drinks. Tell you what, let's go out to the bar and have a couple of drinks and, you know, find us, find us a couple of people and take them home. And yeah, that's what we need to do. We just need to go party. Let's go party for a while. Let's go party it up. You know, let's go raise a little hell. Now, if you think that's good advice, my friend, you're wrong. Okay, don't do it. If you need help from a friend and you don't have a good friend, you need to go to a pastor, a deacon. You need to reach out to somebody at a church, somebody that actually cares, preferably an elder. You know, if you want to know about keeping your marriage going, don't ask somebody that doesn't know anything about marriage. Ask somebody that's been married for 30 or 40 years. You know, ask a pastor, somebody that actually knows what they're talking about. You know, I've seen this time and time again. People, you know, they've got something really good going. They've got a good marriage. And what do they do? They go and start listening to a friend. You know, this this subtle friend always slips into the picture and they listen to every word they say. And I you know, I've seen this time and time again. A person is they've been given some really good advice by people and they start to do it. And then that old subtle friend comes in and boy, that old subtle friend comes in and you just got to do and listen to everything they say. Just like that old devil just slips right in and says, Oh, don't you work on your marriage? Just go to the bar instead. Hey, come out with me. Let's just go out on the town. You know, let's just go raise a little hell. I mean, I mean that, and that's exactly where it's going to take you straight to hell. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to help your situation any. It is not going to help you any. You need to, like I said, you need to, you need to read the Bible. You need to get into the word and you need to ask somebody that's into the Bible and will give you sound advice and probably get it from several people. If, if you're like, eh, I don't, I don't know about that. But if anybody tells you to do anything with alcohol or drugs or bars or running around, it's bad advice. I'm going to tell you right. I'm going to tell you that right now. All that does is compound your problems, makes your problems worse. So anyway, I hope this helped somebody. Uh, if you have any questions or comments or concerns or anything like that, you can give us an email at truthseekers2012 at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in becoming a member of our 777 Club, just go on to our website on kennywilliamson.com. And I believe in this podcast, in the information, there's a link also to it where you can go and sign up to be a member. And by being a member, you can possibly be a guest on a podcast if you want to be or something like that. So thanks again for tuning in. If you have anything you need to know, let us know. And God bless you and see you next time.